Welcome to the Teach Different Podcast, the place to have deep, meaningful conversations about ideas that matter. If you love what you hear and want to spark meaningful conversations at school, home, or work, just drop us a line at support at teachdifferent.com. We'll gladly grant you access to our private library of conversation starters at an incredible discount. In the meantime, enjoy this episode. A friend to all is a friend to none. Now, students are going to have a really strong opinion about friendship because, you know, what student hasn't experienced it, right? And, you know, as you're, you're young and developing your own personality, a lot of students are different in the way that they approach having friends. Some might have just one or two friends and others might have quite a bit of friends. You know, they might be popular. And friendship is a word that, that students take seriously. You know, this idea that you, you've always got your friends back. And sometimes it can create a little bit of chaos, too, when students are changing friends. And some bitterness sometimes results as you just grow older and your, your idea of what a friend is may even be changing as well. Yeah, now, and, and just to, to yeah. add there, you know, the definition of friend is so different depending on the student. You know, some people think of friends as people to hang out with on the weekend, you know, to laugh together. You know, others think of friends on a more serious note where they only have a few best friends and they, they treat the, the word friend with more dignity. Um, so it's, it's interesting how they have different definitions of what constitutes a friend. They're thinking about this all the time. No, they are. They are. And well, what would you say the claim is to this yeah, quote? A friend to all is a friend to none. So it seems like Aristotle is saying that you can't be everybody's friend. You know, if you, if you say that everybody you meet is your friend, where, well, you're almost devaluing the whole idea of what a friend is. You know, it's something much more meaningful than this kind of superficial um, yeah. aspect. So you can't be everybody's friend. That's not using friend the definition appropriately. I think that's what he's saying. I, I think you're right. And it's got a kind of an emotional sentiment to it as well. You know, there's, there's always pleasers out there. There's students who want everyone to be happy. And they want to, I don't know, for whatever reason, avoid conflict at all costs and be well-liked by everybody. That's important to some students. And, you know, this quote is really you know, calling those types of students out a bit. Yeah, and, a little bit like you think of social media. I mean, Aristotle wasn't around for that, but right. the whole idea of having lots of friends on social media being some sort of status symbol, he would be horrified. And that's a really good example of something to bring up right. and, and ask the students, you know, about these friends on social media. Are they really friends? And you what know, constitutes what a friend? Yeah. How do you define it? Right. Exactly. Well, think of a counterclaim uh, to this. Um, you know, a friend to all is a friend to none. What's the counterclaim? Well, you know, you, you can have lots of friends is the first thing that I would say. What's wrong with having lots of friends? I mean, who, 
you know, who, who thinks Aristotle should have the key definition here of what an actual friend is? I mean, maybe the true value of friendship is that it is spread evenly throughout lots of people. There's nothing wrong with that at all. You and know? That's, I, yeah, I agree. And that's where the definition of friend um, should come out. That should be a real focus of this conversation, yeah, yeah. getting students to define what a friend is. I think that that's really, really helpful to this. And I do agree with you that, that this, is, this is something a lot of people will claim. It's, it's actually a really good sign if you can get along with a lot of people. Yeah. Know, and you don't have to put all your eggs in one basket. Then, you know, when people might change friends, you don't have to be bitter and feel betrayed as much, maybe, because you've got some other people to rely on. I don't know if that's a way that, that people think about it, but that's one way to look at when you have a lot of friends, you know, maybe like losing one or two is okay and it's not going to devastate you. Yeah, yeah. And this takes me actually back to college. Um, Aristotle actually has a theory on friendship that I think is interesting that, you know, teachers could use. And he categorizes friends in three categories. Pleasure friends, utility friends, and virtue friends. Pleasure friends are the friends that you have. They just make you feel good, right? You, they make you laugh or, or, or whatever. You're around them for limited periods of time, and you just get kind of a hedonistic pleasure being around them. Then you have your utility friends. They're ones that you, you, you use them in some way. Now, that sounds really bad, but what he meant by that was, like someone at work, you might be a friend with someone at work because you're looking for a little promotion. You know, it's, he's not saying it's bad. There's a goal to but, it. But there's a goal to it. You're, you're not being friends with them because you intrinsically like them, but you need something out of it, which is not, you know, again, not a problem. But the virtue friends is what he thought were these best friends, these ones where they, they, you see a virtue friend and you want happiness for them for their own sake, not for any pleasure for you or utility for you. You are completely in the friendship for their own benefit. And his argument was that you needed more of those kinds of friends and there aren't many, which kind of makes sense given his quote here. It does. And it also is getting at the definition of what a friend is. I mean, Aristotle um, had different definitions of what friends are. Right, and, and the right. Greeks were great with this. They had different different definitions of what love is as well. They didn't think of all these as one word to describe all types of people. So I think that that's actually a, a really good precursor. If you could talk about the different definitions that the students have of friends, and then you could end this conversation with an essential question like this. What does it mean to be a friend? Okay, and that's going to reveal a lot yeah. about, you know, how friendship is valued by a student and, you know, whether having a lot is something that's important to them, whether having really, really just a few is important and, you know, what they get out of a friendship. Yeah, and have them re reflect on that. And that way they can think about their own relationships in their life and evaluate them based on this evolving, emerging definition of, of what a friend is.
We hope you enjoyed the conversation and feel inspired by how easy it is to have great conversations with a simple method like this. If you want to spark meaningful conversations at school, home, or work, just drop us a line at support at teachdifferent.com. We'll gladly grant you access to our private library of conversation starters at an incredible discount. Take care and good luck with your conversations.